Welcome, everybody, to the Future Belongs to Creators podcast. I am one of your hosts, Charlie. I'm joined by my regular co-host, Miguel and Haley. But honestly, no offense to you two, I am more excited today to introduce our guest. You might have heard us in previous episodes reference someone in the live chat called Teddy. And we have that very same Teddy with us today. Welcome to the show, Teddy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I am so pumped to be here, like in the... uh the voice version I was telling Charlie before we got on, it's like, I feel like Jumanji and I like came out of the game, but I came out of the live chat and I'm like here for a podcast. So I'm super, <laughs> super pumped about it. We're excited to have you here too. And why I'm really excited to have Teddy on is because I feel like you are such, just such a good example of networking, right? Like this is going to be our topic today. We're going to talk about networking as a creator and like ways you can do that by sharing your work. But I feel like Teddy, you've made the leap from fan to friend, which is something that is hard to do when you are a creator who is like a fan of a fellow creator. And I know you're going to have a lot of really good advice to share for like how that happened and how you became like friend of the show and friend of ConvertKit and, and everyone here. <laughs> Absolutely. Definitely good stories. Hopefully some good advice. Um, going from fan to friend, I think that's a great way of saying it and definitely uh, something that's been super fun and crazy fun journey. So absolutely. And I know like Charlie, we've talked about networking a lot before and it's kind of like we kind of the networking, that's where everybody has like yeah, their thoughts on it. Yeah. It's literally just like making, like making friends. So I'm super excited to talk about it. Yeah. Miguel, Haley, what are your thoughts on having Teddy on the show today? Haley's just sitting there grinning. Out of the chat into <laughs> the pod. Look at him go. Yeah. No, this is exciting. Yes. This is exciting. I, uh, I've only really even heard Teddy's voice in that video that he made uh, a couple months back. So I'm actually getting to chat with Teddy and deep dive a little bit more into some of this. His creator journey is going to be really exciting. So I hope you're ready, Teddy, because we're going to grill you. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm a little I'm a little nervous because it's my first live podcast, but I, I, I think I'm less nervous than you were on your first one. I remember. Oh, no doubt. I remember you coming in for, well, you were coming <laughs> for the, the Q&A, so you had no idea what was exactly, you know, there wasn't necessarily a plan or any of that, but yeah, I, I uh, we'll see if I hold it together. I don't know. We go. Yeah. My first one was with Nathan, you know, the CEO of our company, you know, so it's a live <laughs> podcast with the CEO. So I'm like, if I screw this up, I'm like, my ass is fired, you know? So oh, I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> you were like nervously sipping, nervously sipping your Chick-fil-A beverage. Just like, it was so funny. Oh yeah. Wow. You remember all, you remember what I ate for lunch that day. That, wow. That's impressive. Wow. He's a fan. We already covered that. <laughs> I remember it specifically, maybe better than almost any episode because that was the, uh, you I don't know if you, Charlie, you've gone back and watched it, but I know Haley, I think we've talked about it in our, like a little bit in the chat, but that was, that was the episode Charlie had just come out with her video for uh, getting the, her uh, promotion. And like Nathan and Miguel were talking about it, referenced it. And he's like, yeah, I'll, Nathan goes, I'll grab a, I'll grab the link to the video right here. Lunch. Actually, Teddy, I know you've walked, go get the link for us and put it in here. Like go put it in. Miguel was like, what's happening? Just like, and I'm like, all right, I'm on it. So that was, that's why I remember that you're so well. Like Nathan's got a guy on the inside. He's like a mole has infiltrated, infiltrated the chat. It was cool. He was like, it just came out this morning, but Teddy, I know you've watched it. So go get it for me. It's like so funny. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm a little nervous because the, the first live video or video that Teddy posted to YouTube was actually at my expense. So, you know, like what's going to happen in a live setting with Teddy in here, you know? <laughs> so I'm supposed to be one of the hosts of the shows of the show, which means I shouldn't, um, you know, but, but Teddy, Teddy, what, yeah, yeah, I'm nervous. 
What's going I don't know what's going to happen. We can tell. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be fine. I promise. <laughs> Shall we start? Like, I feel like we've covered Teddy as the fan. We, we're aware that he is a fan of the Future Monster Creators. What about who you are as a creator, though, Teddy? How about you introduce the yourself to the people as a creator? Sounds good. Well, the quick story is um, I work full-time, so I've, I've kind of similar to uh, the side hustle, main hustle type thing that Charlie has going on. I uh, work at a construction company kind of as the like a generalist designer, website designer, and that sort of thing. But I'm also very, I almost call it like a creator career, which is separate, like in kind of working on that. So I uh, do, you know, have, and a lot of it's been like kind of getting started with this uh, show, but been experimenting with, uh, I've done a lot of freelance work as a creator, a lot of um, kind of full, you know, from design to doing the, the little bit of CSS and sort of like customizing it to full websites, but I'll like trying to graduate out of that, I think, into more of a uh, the types of creators that we talk about on the show. And so I'm in the early, early stages of that, you know, working on the newsletter and this kind of, you know, building that audience. And so it's been it's been good. I love that. So like content creator, like creating, creating educational materials, inspirational, what sort of things? Sure. I, um, I guess at my CrossFit gym, I go, like, I do all the kind of YouTube video, that sort of thing as well. And that's new. I picked up my camera to make that first YouTube video and then like started doing this, like kind of, uh, you know, it's, it's not only freelance, but it's, it's that type of content, kind of like the Instagram video type short YouTube, um, that I also definitely, like I've, I've started a little design newsletter, um, and sort of that and really trying to, kind of take what I've learned in like the professional world and sort of apply it to um, like creative side projects and that sort of a thing. So that's, that's where the audience, I guess, you know, the, we were going to talk about like where I'm at as a creator. It's definitely in the early stages of, in terms of um, where I'm at as a creator earning a living on my own. I'm a lot more advanced in the, you know, nine to five job. And, but a lot of that overlaps, I guess is what I'm saying. So I'm trying to figure out, I think I'm experimenting with different like kind of platforms right now and content tips. I love that. I love that we're getting to talk to you at this stage of your journey too. And I hope that, you know, we can check back in over time and, yes. and see see how you go. But that's one of the cool things I think we can do on this show. What are some goals you have for for the creating side of things? Ooh, okay. Love the goals. Gotta have... <laughs> Five-year plan, please. Or 10-year if you're feeling bold. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, I think short-term, like, I want to... I want to have, like... Um, an email, like I've, I've been growing my email list. I think I want to get to like a thousand of my own, like growing my own. I've like for, I've grown an email list, like kind of uh, the company ones that I've worked for and that sort of thing. And our gym one, actually we've like built a really big uh, gym newsletter, but I don't, I haven't really focused on my own. And so I have to like, my goal is to really build, um, you know, kind of like my personal audience, I guess, is that, and that would be um, the short, medium term goal. But like long-term, I really... Have you seen the movie Moneyball? Like, or read it? Like, you know what I'm talking about, uh, Miguel? Or yes. Haley? Like, long term, if we're talking big goals, I love that sort of like changing the game or sort of kind of like, you know, how they kind of reinvented the way to, you know, everybody looked at baseball and the game has changed. That's sort of like the big, you know, having the big goals. Like, like when we, I work at a construction company, it's about the exact opposite as tech in terms of mm-hmm. like the adoption curve. So like that's been a really interesting project in terms of like getting making change. You know, you talk about like Charlie, like oh, can't we make design decisions because it's because it's cool? Like instead of doing all data, 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 and I'm like too 
pretty much like everybody that over, it's like, this is what an AB test is. It's like, right. we're actually like, it's not about the blue. So I, that's been a really cool, um, it's taken several years, but like kind of changing the, a little bit of the company culture and that. So I want to do that in, in terms of like, uh, like a creative career outside of that. So that's the small and the big goal. That's fantastic. I mean, I struggle with this too, which is you have the thing that you're passionate about and the thing, and unfortunately the thing that you're really passionate about isn't always necessarily your main line of work. Mm -hmm. So the fact that you have to give your creative outlet sort of like this like sidelined approach because you want to make sure you give it your all and your nine to five, the thing that pays the bills and everything. So um, finding the inspiration and the energy and the drive to show up for that side hassle is something that I tend to struggle with sometimes because I'm not great at prioritizing those things because I'm a bit of a perfectionist and it's hard for me to, I, I, I don't even engage in things unless I'm sure I'm going to do them really well. So I just wonder, do you struggle with that at all, Teddy, kind of juggling that that nine to five, but also, because I mean, you're here every week for the show. And I mean, that's the kind of level of dedication that I wish I had to anything. Except for the last three weeks. Well, yeah. Oh, burn. <laughs> well, Teddy, I'll let you take that one. No, I, I, I deserve all the, the Haley heat that I get in this episode for sure. For sure. <laughs> but uh, but if you want to count like total episodes, Haley, like, like you know, that we've been to, we'll go with that. Oh. But no, it's, I guess the question is, Miguel, like struggling with like the perfectionist, or, like wanting it to be, I absolutely have that. I have so many freaking newsletters and blog posts that I've written that haven't been like, just haven't hit published or like have like writ halfway written and be like, Oh, this is like, and throw it away. Cause it's like, Oh, it's not that good. And there's so many, there's been so many times where I'm like, uh, I like the ones where I'm like, Oh, I don't think I'm going to hit publish. Like I, I want to redo it. I don't think it's going to resonate. And I hit it just like, whatever, hit it. Those have really been the ones that I've done thought would do the worst pieces of kind of have done absolutely the best and resonated with people and like open doors created a lot of it. Like, and it's this building public. It's like sharing some of the stuff on Twitter. I definitely struggle with it. Um, and I need to keep reminding myself to like, get over, get over that. And kind of like, it's kind of the minimum viable product. I also think I struggle with like trying to be like Charlie and be like, do all the different platforms. I'm like, Oh, you know, like, and then I lose, you know, I've only done my one YouTube video. I got to get back on that Twitter and all that. So that's, that's where I definitely see the being excited about all the different avenues and then not um, totally, you know, they always say like commit to one social platform first and that. And yeah, at some point we got to get out of our own way, you know, like if yeah. you, it's like the thing I always tell myself is like that everybody knows is don't let uh, perfection be the enemy of progress or whatever. I, I'm probably misquoting that, but it's- That sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the spirit of that is, um, you know, if you're sitting there and you've written all these things and you never hit publish because it's not perfect. I mean, I, I play the guitar and I've dabbled with writing music and I can't tell you how many songs I've gotten through like one minute or two minutes of the way through and just thrown it away because I'm like, it sounded better in my head. This sounds mm -hmm. like total shit. No, thanks. And then I just like forget it. Or I have like so many half written songs that if you stitched them all together, it would probably be like this like grand opera of half failures. And then the things that I'm just like, I'm going to write a song to make my wife laugh are the ones that I just don't give a shit about. And I'm just like writing about silly things that my dog and my cat is doing. And she like, she's like, that's incredible. That was super funny. And I'm like, all right, so maybe I just am taking myself too seriously. So. Absolutely. Absolutely resonate with that. Can you share an example, Teddy, of one of those things that you like were like, 
essentially i'm gonna put words in your mouth here like fuck it and hit post there we yes. go dropped the f-bomb for the episode i always get it in there yes can you yeah t- share an example of what one of those was and and how you took that build in public approach to it absolutely i made a diagram um like a webinar flow diagram that uh featured a uh, grayscale font and it was like just this crazy mess of things and it was actually based on like when sean west came, or sean mccabe came on with nathan did a question and answer and i like asked him like what would you do about the webinar basically just did this and it, it took a little bit of like it was in figma just it made no sense to anybody else and i po- posted it out there i was like this is my webinar flow that it's probably not even i was like to- totally a beginner at it i was doing it for work work posted it out there and i was so like I got, it was exactly like you were just saying, Miguel. Like I got like two thirds of the way through it. I'm like, I don't know where I'm going with it anymore. And like, and I kind of got almost done. And then I like put it into the Twitter. I mentioned, I'm like, no, I can't. And like did it. And then I published it, tweeted it or whatever. And oh my gosh, that, you talk about working in public and kind of growing your network and that sort of thing. That was a huge, I mean, that was the first time I talked to you. Like Charlie, that was the, we had interacted on Twitter and a little bit of that was like one of our first, like, like this is a feature in the work. And like, that was the first time that I had like Rafal Tamal was like, Hey, like, this is really cool. Thanks for using this. And like, that was the first time I talked to him and like talk, like this bunch of where I'm at today would not have happened if I didn't uh, tweet that uh, very, wow. I mean, if I'll put it at the top of my Twitter after this, if you guys want to go look at it, it's like very, makes no sense to anybody except for like myself. I feel like but you can get the gist of it, but it's people are like, this is really good. Like how this helps me like think through mine, what I've been trying to do and that sort of thing. And I was, I mean, I remember vividly like finger over the publish button agonizing. What was the context of the post? Did you post? And I apologies, you know, I'm, I'm still learning how to tweet, you know, but <laughs> <laughs> you'll learn that after you learn what sus means, right? It's next yes. on the list. <laughs> yes. Was the context of it, you coming out and saying, I like being more vulnerable about it and being like, this is this thing that I'm working on. Or was the context of you coming out like with that post saying like, this is what I figured out, you know, because I think there's so many people find it's it's why Charlie said that she really is enjoying the factor, excited about that. We're getting the chance to talk to you at this stage in your career, because at this stage is going to look so different from one year from now. And I think that people are just really drawn to people that are willing to post or willing to share when they are in a more insecure place, right? Because you're actually following a journey, right? And you're not pretending that you're something that you're not. And I think that in this, as a creator, so many people are trying to pretend that they're something that they're not. Maybe they are that, but they're just not at a point in their career where they consider themselves to be an authority on a topic. So they don't post because they're not confident in the work that they're doing. And um, I think that's one of the reasons why I liked your your YouTube video was because you were saying like, this is my first YouTube video, right? Like you, you weren't, you were just being totally where you were at and you were talking about where you were at. And it was just like, it was, it was such an honest, funny video. It wasn't like you coming on to be like, I, this is someone that you're not, you were, you were exactly who you were. Like when I saw that video, I was like, this is totally Teddy from the chat. You know, like that's exactly who I expected you to be. Yes, it goes. It was Haley. It was, it was very much along those lines in terms of like the uh, you were talking about it last week with the, the live stream, Charlie, like how it Twitch encourages like more. Uh, I don't know if more authenticity, but sort of along mm-hmm. those lines are like, um, you know, not trying to pretend like you have the picture painted perfectly while you're like showing it. Can I share my 
screen. Does that work here? Uh, if you send me a link, I can bring it up on screen. Okay, I will. Yeah. I will send you the link right now. Um, and the. Um, Let's make you multitask. Basically, Teddy's acting like he's in the chat right now, right? Like he's like, I got to type something. I got to send something in to. Tra- <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot going. But yes, like Haley, I, I said it. It was a I was trying to think out visually what the advice, some of the advice that Sean and Nathan had given me on this webinar that I was it was like a real project that was happening in two weeks for work. Here we go. And like I said, kind of like version one, lots to do, that sort of, I I basically, I don't know if I was like being, uh, like you know, I guess vulnerable is a good word, but I was like disclaiming like this is, you know, I have no, I, I kind of be like, I don't really know what I'm doing. And there's probably lots to add and that sort of a thing. And this just kind of, you know, it goes into a little bit of the sharing, like your work in pro- like in progress, work, the work in public networking, that sort of thing. It kind of builds on all of this in the sense of that, there was part of me that wanted to think it through. Like this actually helps me just in my job. Mm-hmm. Part two would be like, they, Sean and uh, Nathan talked about it for like a long, you know, like 20, it was a, it was the first answer that they did. They spent a lot of time on it. And I did want to be like, Hey, I didn't just like ask that and like nothing, you know, it was a way of demonstrating like, Hey, I'm like putting this into practice. That's Ooh, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I then sent this to like, you know, we our business development team, which is about 10, or so people like kind of send it out to like, this is kind of, it was, it was during COVID where a construction company webinars weren't really like a thing for us beforehand. Like this is basically all these different things here on the left hand of the screen are like different, like, you know, people at the company, Mm -hmm. like driving traffic to the, the, the webinar landing page. And so like, it was also a tool to like communicate with and be like, what's the kind of getting feedback from as well. And so it was, but easily the scariest part was Tweeting it. I didn't care about sending it to my coworkers. Right. Because that's the thing you do all the time as a, you know, design professional. I think that I can spot several things as to why, why you had success with like this version of sharing. One, there was like an image to it and like, you know, sharing your work visually and seeing it is always going to be better than just talking about it. I think, um, having a visual to look at. I love that you tagged both Sean McCabe and Nathan in your tweet about it. You know, that's showing to them, like you said, that you were listening and you were taking action. And I think that helps solidify you in their mind as someone who is more than just like a casual listener, right? Obviously, um, you're taking action. It's cool that this generated conversations for you and was this like start of some networking as well. So if you like scroll down just a little bit on the side, so like that was the bottom one was just curious what you built that flow diagram. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I use this tool from Rafael Tamal, who's like, you know, and it, like he saw it and then like messaged me. He's like, hey, this is great. Like, would you send, like, do you have any more examples like that? If you send them to me, I'd love to feature them on like the, my sales page for the the tool. I'm like, this is great. Like, you know, like as a designer, I was like, whoa, this is kind of, that's when the networking kind of making friends sort of like, um, I was like, wow, I was so close to never just showing this to anybody. It's pretty surreal to uh, not, that led to like several, you know, we can talk about the Barrett project too, but that's, this is, this was definitely the stepping stones towards that for sure. And so that's, that's an example, along, a long example, but mm-hmm. we can, we can take it off the screen now. Fish, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> He's like, please so, stop hey, looking at my drawing. So did that, I don't know. Did that answer the questions? <laughs> yes, I think absolutely. I, and you know what I'm thinking now as well as like, as a creator on the side of, you know, like um, the creator you've become a friend with through this whole like networking process you've been doing. It shows me just how much 
even a small interaction can mean to someone mm. and like, you know, what it, what it can change and how, yeah, step by step. It, this is what we say about networking, right? It's like little thing on little thing. It doesn't have to be something huge for, for it to be successful. It's not, I love it, Noah. My holy buddy, moly, Teddy's on the podcast. <laughs> I, this is this is awesome. I, I'm like trying, I'm now living the the live chat coming in while we're in. It's not, it's not, <laughs> I knew it was not easy, but it's it's definitely, I'm, I'm getting close to my level. I, so actually, how do you maintain your energy, Teddy, from Vamp, Vamp Box? That is a good, good question. It, uh, Teddy's it goes, running the show now. <laughs> yes, it goes up, it ups and downs. Uh, you definitely... Um, for me, show it like we've talked about like showing up to this podcast live every most weeks um, and how that's a big time commitment and like en- energy wise and doing that. And it's sort of at the beginning, it was it certainly was like, oh, remember to do like go and like let's participate and yada, yada. It by the 50th episode, 70, whatever it is, it became so it was second nature. It was that and it was, you know, Monday and Friday at 12 o'clock. And it was it really the energy, you know, the energy a lot of these tasks is at the at the beginning, getting the habits established sort of a thing. So that's one way. Another thing is to like, I'm a big fan of, if I had not, I, I did that diagram that we just showed. I like designed it all in like one, it's pretty simple, but designed it all in one sitting and tweeted it. If I had taken a break, I don't know if it would have gotten out. So on the things that you can get out in like one, you know, Twitter's a great tool for that, but getting, if it's small enough to, to start and finish in one sitting, I try to try to do that to, to go back to what Miguel was saying, to avoid the, oh, it's two thirds done. Like, is it not, I don't think it's good enough. I don't want to share it. That's sort and I go, go through that no matter what I'm doing. But if I put a big pause, whether it's a day or a week, it gets lower and lower. So the, the, I try to, when the energy, I don't wait around for it, but if I do have inspiration, I try to capitalize on creating something and getting it out there. So that's, I love that one question from the chat. I did one. <laughs> so I'll come back to more. But um, yeah, love it, Teddy, love it. <laughs> yeah. I guess the networking thing too. Like, I, none of this. We were just talking about like you know little bits and steps and this sort mm. of thing. It was so. Um, I think like the best networking, and we're, we thought about the beginning. It's kind of like making friends. Like, yeah. if you're gonna play a game of Among Us, who would the nine other people be that you'd want to go play? You know, that sort of a like thing. Like that that sort of mindset. Friends. Barrett and Nathan actually talked about it really great. Like, I'd, you know, you don't know me, but I think we would be good friends. Like, friends, if you did it, like, that was sort of their approach to networking. And it sort of, um, like, I did not, when I showed up to my first episode of this, I wasn't like, ooh, hit list. Like, network, 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 network. It was not that at all. Mm, okay, because th- that was going to be a question that I had. It was like, was this, it felt like you were really intentional about joining the live chat for every show. And I'm curious to know if Nathan and Barrett uh, were, you know, like people who you were like, I would love to, you know, count them as a friend, have them as part of my network. And this is going to be an in, I think, like this could be a way to make that happen. So I think it evolved to that, to answer okay. your question. But that was the, the um, you know, the why I showed up on day one and why I showed up on day 20 was not, mm-hmm. that was not that. And it wasn't, um, I, I didn't even know, like that was, this is my first like live chat you know, streaming experience. So in the early days, I really didn't even know what I was getting myself into, but it definitely like the natural opportunities that like, I guess Nathan put me up as like a creator of the day. Um, one of the days, which was super cool. Um, they, that was like back in, I think July. So almost a year ago. And I was like, wow, that was so cool. And then it's like, I have 20 Twitter followers. And then you get a little like notification, like Nathan Barry follows you. Like that was cool. Aww. That was interesting. And that was like, so that sort of like, as that, um, evolved, there were like intentional 
choices, but it was all... I don't uh, think we have to be, like, ashamed of it being intentional either. Like, I would just say this if any part of you was feeling that way. I go to conferences these days or, like, YouTube events or whatever, and if I know who else is attending, I have a hit list of, like, the people that I want to spend time with because as an introvert, I have limited energy for being around people. I want to make sure I'm spending it on the, like, you know, people that I'm most interested in being around. I do this for our ConvertKit team retreats as well. I'm like, I need to have one-on-one time with this person, this person, this person to make it all happen. And um, it's important to be intentional about it. And I think there's no shame in. That's why I never talk to Charlie in the retreats. I'm not, I'm never. <laughs> well, that's because we get all our talking out the way in the pre treat, Miguel. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. I'm just kidding. I just thought I'd mess with you a little. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Hey, like I said, not ashamed about it. <laughs> to be honest, and while we're not being ashamed of it, like Charlie, you were definitely at the tell. Like if there was like a spectrum here, I was like, Barrett, Nathan, it was kind of funny. But like Barrett, I was like, oh, this is cool. Like didn't, I actually didn't know that much about Barrett before the, the, uh, way more about Nathan than Barrett, which um, that makes sense. It was like when we were like playing Among Us, or I was like, Charlie, I'm gonna like, yes, Charlie, you're we're gonna be for like that's the- what I was fishing for. Thank you, thank you. Yes, yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> as like uh, maybe from your point of view, I would say it felt probably more like the um, intentional, like what you know, mm-hmm. um, and so for like you, I would say yes. Okay. Well, in that case, what advice can you maybe give to any other creators out there who have like, I don't know, creators who are in their niche or I don't know, they're doing cool things and they really would like to get to know them, to ask advice from them, to just be their friend. What should they do? So if you have a creator that you look up to in your niche that does like this streaming or has a, has, it's giving an opportunity to participate. So this is kind of like the work in public to participate in public, which I don't know if that makes exact sense, but like if your favorite musician who you want to get on, like convert it is like doing a Q and a, like ask the, like ask a question or if your favorite, um, I don't know, YouTuber for fashion is like, Hey, I'm doing a live stream. Like don't, don't like, don't show up and just watch it show up and like ask a question to participate in the chat and like get that started. That is absolutely, I was so scared when I asked, submitted my first question to the show with Barrett. Like, I'm just like, Oh, like people are just going to think I'm it's like, you know, it's like the, I'm going to ask it. People are going to think it's silly. Barrett's going to be like, Oh my gosh, this is the, such a basic question. My boss is going to see it. My boss is going to be like, Teddy, you're silly. Then you go like, then I'm going to get fired. Can't get it. That's whole Seth go and he does a great, like analogy of that. Like you got to get over the first fear of asking the first question. That's absolutely the first piece of advice. And like, Building off that, I would say, like, it's really important to, in a genuine way, like, if you are going to ask a question or do, like, you know, use, um, like, buy, like, a creator's product, digital product, like, and you're going to use it, like, for real life. It doesn't even have to be, like, for business or for whatever, but, like, share it and use it, like, be like, hey, I am, I'm not just asking you a random, like, random question or I'm not just, you know, this isn't theoretical and I'm, like, participating and kind of showing that. And it's like in the genuine, these are people in my mind that you like already look up to and know very well. So like if that's already in place, I think it's, it's really hard to get ignored forever, assuming they're not just like some crazy, huge, you know, millions and millions and millions of people follow them or whatever. And just be genuine. Well, something to point out too, Teddy, is as someone who is hosting a podcast that has a chat that goes along with it, believe it or not, uh, we thrive 
on on the chat. The chat's a big part of the show because it keeps it's a you know it keeps us anchored to the audience and the people that we're trying to interact with. It keeps us from rambling a little bit, I would say, and it keeps us a little bit more sometimes. laser focused sometimes. <laughs> but it keeps us more laser focused on things. So when someone asks a question, I can't remember ever thinking, oh, what a stupid question, no matter how Never. basic it is, because I first of all, what I feel as a host, and I think you ladies would as well, is when I see something in the chat, I get excited. I never think, oh, what a dumb question. Even if it's the most basic question in the world, I get excited about that too, because that signals to me that, well, maybe I am getting too specific about things. And mm. some people just want some real basic information and they feel, you know, maybe I'm putting up an accidental wall because I'm getting too specific about things. And then people feel left out like, oh, this is too specific of a conversation. I'm just starting out. This isn't for me. So I would just, you know, put that to fear. Uh, I put those fears to rest just to say that hosts thrive on feedback and it kind of tells us which direction we're supposed to go in. Nobody ever thinks, oh, this person doesn't get it. They need to get out of here. So to me, I don't think it's all that much different from what the Nathan and Barrett were doing for you or Charlie has done for you. I think you were doing for them, which is ultimately you were serving them, which I think that they recognize you were serving and supporting the thing that they were trying to do. And I think that that's, that's one of the things that is really easily recognizable, right? Like you showed up and you supported the mission, you supported the thing, you shared the stuff that they were doing and you applied the stuff that they were teaching. And in turn, that was you serving the mission that they were trying to do. And I think that that's like, there's two parties that show up to both of these shows, right? Like there's the hosts and there's the attendees and both have equal importance. And I think that was recognized, which is why when you, you know, just like disappeared, we were like, where's Teddy? Because all of a sudden you, you're, you were missed in a, you know, like every, like yes, you, that's a nice way to put it. You were, no, it was that we recognized your presence was missing. Yes. If that's the way. And, and granted, maybe there's not hundreds of people that show up to the, the podcast live. Yes, there is. We can dream. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, there's a decent amount and it, and it definitely changes and varies, but we get the most of, most of the viewership, um, after it airs, which mm-hmm. makes sense considering that you have to show up live. Right. But yes, I think that that is a, um, a really special thing that, that you did for this podcast specifically and Nathan and Barrett obviously recognized it, which ultimately caused you to do exactly what you're trying to do, right? Is further your career by doing work for Nathan or Barrett because he trusted you. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us more about that, Titty. Yes. So that was, I mean, to reiterate what Haley Miguel just said, like that's the, if you're, if you're on the fence about asking your first question or participating for your first time, it was Miguel said it so well in the sense of like, Nobody's going to think you're stupid. So do it, ask the question. And like, like we found out because I asked a lot of questions after that, after the first one, and you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't die. I can ask more questions. And it's like, that was, it just takes kind of getting the ball rolling and that sort of a thing. So do that. And the first, um, I, I asked questions to Barrett, which evolved into like, what we'll talk about next, which is this really cool side project, design project that I was working on with Barrett and Tanya and kind of Barrett's um, side hustle, side project farm to closet, which was so just a crazy, crazy trip. And so the story is, you know, if we, we showed that diagram earlier, um, the next evolution of that was like, uh, Rafal Tamal actually has like a different design tool. It came out with a version 1.2 and it's like, had all these updates. I'm like, okay, I got to go into Figma and like spend four or five hours, like kind of learning the tricks of the trade and do, and do that. And I could have 
done the all lorem ipsum and all that, you know, not done it for, uh, you know, just not even really had a target, just had no pictures and no audience and that sort of thing. But I was like, okay, I've been showing up to this podcast. I know Barrett very like well in terms of his like communication style. And like I was on his email list and they were talking about his paid newsletter. And I'm like, why would I not just do like just practice on like bear, like bear, I can either do Lauren Ipsum or like do like I I have the copy. I have all these Barrett emails and tweets that I can go grab. I'm going to be designing it. I can grab a couple pictures of them. And I just like designed um, to like, it was working in public participate like networking, but like toward of like being a little intentional about it or they're just like not like practicing. Like, it was, it was, I was not like, hmm, how can I get Barrett as a, as a client? Wasn't the sort of thing. But then I like did it. I was like, okay, this turned out really cool. And I think I want to share it. And so I, I put it out there on Twitter very much like the last one. And it got like that one got, um, more, even a little bit more traction maybe than the previous one. I think I had, you know, when I did the diagram, the early diagram, I probably had 20 followers. This one, I think I was up to 40. So it got, you know, some big, Doubled. big boost. hundred percent increase. <laughs> it got like, um, this goes into the networking too. Like, uh, Rafal was like, this looks really like tweeted back. Like, this looks really great. Brian Gardner, who's a, like a big designer was like, Hey, this looks really cool. Like, I'm like, Whoa, this is, this is, you know, almost, you know, you're like star, starstruck in terms of the designer sort of thing. And then Barrett's like, yo, send me a quote for this. This is awesome. I'm like, a quote? I don't even like, and so that sort of like, that's how it started. I was like, yo, I'm, I kind of don't really, I do a little freelance for the gym, but I don't even like have like a quote. I don't know how to do the quote, but I'll, I'll do that. Like, let's work. And he's like, we basically had this huge negotiation. I'm like, no, I'll do it for free. He's like, no, I'm going to give you all this. Like, and we were like basically trying to, um, it was really funny. We were both like, that you know how it's like no the price needs to be up here we were going the opposite way bear was like no i'm going to give you this coaching session this and this and this. yes and i'm like no that's too much you're giving me like it was, it was super funny and so that like you go from a podcast listener to like working on a design project with bear and it was like a the coolest part the coolest part about the project was like every thursday there was a 30 minute meeting it was barrett tanya me and josh um who was his partner in it and just like getting to you know, get that experience with Barrett and like seeing how he yeah. works through things and that sort of, uh, that sort of a team. And like, it was really fun to, uh, I work like, I'm kind of a team of one at work. We talk about marketing designers being like this a lot. And it was like, just so like a cool experience, like work with Tanya, like somebody who like really gets it and like kind of has like, you guys know exactly how Barrett works and kind of, you know, but it was as, it was supposed to be fun for um, him. And that's how we, how we kept it. So it wasn't super serious, but it was just such a great learning experience. So, you know, I go from being terrified to ask a question to being like, Hey, here's the, here's this like mock-up that I did. And it goes into like meetings and that sort of, it was a really, really, I, I never would have never had that mapped out at the beginning, but it was a really cool experience and learned a lot. Absolutely. I think you need to give yourself more credit along this whole way for like, you know, your skill level and all of this, but the intentionality of all of it in like, I don't know, I follow you on Twitter and I feel like I don't see you doing this for everyone like i'm assuming there's a lot of creators that you follow and you know you have yeah. been you were specific to choose barrett's um content as the filler for the design you were practicing with which was obviously a smart choice and yeah i i love it that's a it's a cool origin story <laughs> yeah so yeah definitely a, a a wild fun origin story and that's i guess to wrap up like my advice it would be to one step one participate step two would be to like do some intentional work using what you learned or like to help there's, you can do like a great landing page template for a, you know, X, Y, Z singer, like, you know, like a, 
ABC band. But if you like do it like, hey, Kygo, this is like all your stuff and like to send it to them and shit, like kind of be almost a little borderline, be like, whoa, why now like maybe scare them a little bit, like you did a <laughs> lot of work. Scare them a little like, bit? Is that what you just said? <laughs> yeah, like scare them, be like, dude, why did you do all this work? And it's like, actually, like I just, it's a natural product of like follow it, being aware and following your work and like doing, and it, it has to match up with the right skill set, like a designer or that sort of, but you could, there's a hundred different ways to do it. And instead of doing a blog post about, in theory, be like, this is what I would do to help this specific person. And this is the thing that I made that like, if you hit publish now, it would work for you. And that's, sounds like a lot, like a lot of people ask me like spec work, did, were you going to get charged? I'm like, I never, never never crossed my mind at the beginning. So if, if you're like thinking like that, it's probably not the right person, mm. a person that you like look up to or networking, you know, you're probably trying to network too hard at that point to get clients. Yeah. I think, I think spec work, like doing work for free is what is often when someone's said like, Oh, I'm looking to hire someone to do this, show me what you got and I'll pick the best one. But what you were doing is like, like you said, you were going to design something anyway. So you might as well like help it achieve some other goals or further some relationships even in small ways. And obviously it turned into some big ways, which was cool. Yeah. Like when Steph Curry's practicing threes, he's like being intentional. He's like, I'm going to shoot this. Like I shoot it in the game. And instead of just doing like, Oh, I'm going to putz around and learn this thing. It's like, okay, I'm going to put this, uh, be intentional about it. And that was, it was crazy journey after that. I'll tell you that much for sure. I love that. I'm like, so there's so many nice things happening in the chat. I love it. So I'm like, oh, overwhelmed. <laughs> Everyone's excited to have Teddy on the show. Yes. I think that um, if I can sum up some things that I feel like I've learned from this as a creator with an audience is, yeah, just how much it can mean to someone to have even the smallest interaction, to make sure that you do recognize the people who show up repeatedly. Like if you had shown up to 50 episodes and Nathan and Barrett had never once mentioned you like from having seen you in the chat, I don't think you would have stuck around till episode 122 that we're at now. You know, it's really important to recognize as a creator, the people who show up for you again and again, it's yeah, it's just super important. Um, and then also maybe the last thing is like, to me, I just cannot imagine being afraid to ask a question and that like, right now I can't write, but if I put myself in, you know, my own shoes, maybe like seven years ago when I started my YouTube journey, I probably would have been scared to be like in front of people, which is what it feels like if you ask a question in a live setting and it gets brought up on the screen, you know, that's putting yourself out there. And uh, I guess I'm so used to just like having my face and name on the internet now that I forget that. And so that's really important for me to remember as well is that when someone's asking a question, maybe that's a big step for them. And so like treat it seriously. Absolutely. I would, I think for the more advanced creators like, like yourself or somebody that is the, on the other end of that, that I think what you said is perfect advice. And I think it relates to the thousand truth hands thing. You know, a lot of people are like we're streaming and you know, we're only streaming to 20 people. And you know, a lot of people listen to the Twitch episode this morning. I was like, a lot of people stream to, to nobody or it's such a small audience. And it's like, if you get a comment, like a person that keeps showing up and that sort of thing, that's the easiest like path. I think that I've experienced to be like, okay, this is like the, the true. So the super fan sort of thing that, yeah. that so the math is different on that sort of engagement. And it, it, it goes both ways for the, the creator and the aspiring creator, I guess. Totally. Haley Miguel, any last questions for Teddy? I do have one quick thing I want to say, and it's not necessarily a question for Teddy. More of a comment? <laughs> yeah. Well, in the spirit of having somebody on here that's a regular in the chat, I just wanted to also call out Noah from Provocateach, who's mm -hmm. almost always here, if not always. 
And then same with Melanie. Melanie, uh, Melanie is a Greismer or Greismer. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing that incorrectly, but I just wanted to make sure you guys felt like you got a shout out too. And we noticed that you're always here and it's always great to see you. And we miss you when you're not around too. So Ryan too. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan. And um, there's actually a few people that we usually see that I haven't seen yet today. So people come and go, but we notice and we love a little mini community that we're building here. So maybe we'll just have a big like super fan episode where we have them all on. I'm just kidding. Oh, that would be fun. (laughs) (laughs) No, but seriously, I think that uh, there's so many podcasts out there that interview the big creators who are like already successful and they share their journey and that sort of thing. Um, I think personally, it's so much more interesting often to hear from the people who are currently in the struggle, right? Who are at roadblocks and at a point in the creator journey where there is something that they can't quite crack or I don't know, they're just like struggling to get started. I want to have those people on the show too, you know, and talk about those things and and help them through it. So plenty of other people shine the spotlight on the big Mm -hmm. people. So I like giving a stage to exactly aspiring creators, not just the, you know, the big people. So, yep. So if you're listening to this, start thinking of your questions and have them ready to go and ask these three wonderful creators and podcast hosts, um, come with good questions and then come, you know, when you're choosing down, you're narrowing it down to your one question that you're going to ask from three, be like, what could I build off of, you know, an answer? Like, what am I doing already? Is it, is it a question about a project that I'm already working on? And then go do it, share it in public and keep coming back and interacting and don't don't just show up live, but participate live. That's my advice. I love it. I feel like that is great last advice to end on from Teddy there. It's been so fun having you on the show, Teddy. This has been great. Thank you, everybody. So fun. I, pretty, pretty crazy. A super fun moment. Thank you so much for having me on. And I, uh, I look forward to, you know, keeping, uh, making some progress and reporting back uh, on this, on this creative journey. So thank you all. And I look forward to the YouTube video you're going to make about this episode. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I got to get back on that. So I will, uh, I, I have several, uh, several YouTube ideas. So we'll, we'll start, we'll start that going for sure. Awesome. Just hit publish, Teddy. Just hit publish. Just hit publish. Uh, so if anyone was listening and like has liked hearing from Teddy, which I'm sure you all have, follow him on Twitter. It's a great place to stay in touch. He is at Teddy Williams W there. And uh, I'm assuming Teddy though, on, on that, they can find links to the other things that you work on. Yes, you'll find the link in bio, which is all the good stuff, the the newsletter. So yes, sign up to the newsletter. Okay, cool. Thanks for being here, Teddy, and we'll uh, we'll have you back on in the future, and we'll hear hear how things are gone. Awesome. Thanks, everyone. See you next time, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Future Belongs to Creators. If you enjoyed it, be sure to subscribe so that new episodes appear in your podcast feed every week. And while you're at it, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We'd love to hear what you think of the show. If you want to join us live for the next recording, you'll find us on ConvertKit's YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash ConvertKit every Wednesday at 1230 Eastern. This show, like everything we do at ConvertKit, is made for creators by creators. We're on a mission to help creators like you earn a living online, and we make software that helps you build and connect with an audience of loyal fans. ConvertKit is the best way to launch or grow your next creative project. So to start building your audience, go to convertkit.com free and create a free account. We're looking forward to helping you on your creator journey.